Welcome to Random Chats with Dade and Jude. I'm Dade. And I'm Jude. <laughs> and that's going to make it in the edit, by the way. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Sorry, uh, being a bit silly, just whilst we're sorting out our microphones, because we put them a little closer this week, because we just thought this would be a bit more professional. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop now. <laughs> but yes, uh, welcome. Uh, we've got it's been quite a few episodes so far, so that's very exciting. Hope you're enjoying them, readers. Hope you're pressing that subscribe button on YouTube, because the more subscribers we get, the more we make, the more conversations we can have. So the more random chats that we can have. So <laughs> there's the link. Uh, Jude, what are we talking about today? Today we're going to talk about some technology changes. We're going yep. to talk about the good and the bad and maybe even the ugly. Maybe. I also th- I think that's a good thing to also talk about. Let, let, let's, let me ask the question. Jude, let's talk about the technology we had when we were young. <laughs> let me think about that. I think mine was as far as speak and spell. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so we, we, we'll show our age on this, but we've done a podcast around our 40s as well. So we've already given that up. <laughs> so we can actually talk about like we were still around. I was still around when the cassette, the vinyl was there and cassette came about. Yes. And VHS, Betamax, Walkmans. I know. Do you remember you used to get like the cassettes that used to be like double cassettes? And I was like, oh, yes. Now, now like, 10 or something like that. There I think. You go. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and you'd have it ready to go for the next one. I also used to record on my big like hi-fi situation. You know, you'd have the cassette players, you'd have yeah. the vinyl on the top. I'd always record the charts on a Sunday. It works. <laughs> and you used to make a little list on the back. Yes. Write it down in pencil on the card that went inside the plastic casing. Anybody that's under the age of 25 is going to think we're absolutely crazy right now. <laughs> I know. It'll be in a museum very soon, all this very technology. Soon. <laughs> so this is why I kind of wanted to talk about it, because like, I think it's just quite a journey just for us to go on as well. Because like then after that it was like because uh, we had VHS players, but then like came the time of the CD, yes, and, and then the DVD. But there was what was that small one that went in between? There was the, the mini CD. disc. There was the mini disc as well. The mini disc. Yeah, that never really took off though, did it? It didn't. I wasn't even sold. I was like. <laughs> no. What no. do we do? We've got a CD. Why do, why do I need this as why well? Why do I need a mini one? Yeah, it's like it, that also shows our age because it's just like this one does the job perfectly well. Thank you. I do not need anything else. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. So I, I remember also having to like burn CDs similar with the cassettes because you used to make a playlist and things like that. So, um, but that was quite, yeah, that's quite a thing. And then you're like, well, what do I do with my cassettes now? I know. We should have kept them though. I used to have so many volumes of like chart shows and, and song by genre. I remember the first ever album I bought on cassette was, ready for this? Vanilla Ice. Ice Ice Baby, baby. Thank you. I, th- I think I th- I think mine was on vinyl. This is- okay. I <laughs> like, would imagine I still, it probably was. I still got, and I think it was Carly and Jason, especially for you. Oh my God, <laughs> from the wedding in Neighbours. Yes. Oh, I love that song. That was a hit. That one came out at the, all I the know. end of the discos. I'm sure that was one of the first ones I bought. Well, it may, may, may have been by one or two, but I do remember having it. Oh, but, my gosh. I know. Um, You've completely taken me off track now. Now I'm thinking about Kylie and Jason. I know. Yeah, but that, that could be another, like, that could be a, like a soap operas of our past. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So then this is where, this is kind of why I want to go to because before we get on to the carry on with the music journey, we then got the mobile phones. How how large was your first mobile phone, Jude? 
I'm going to say it was about the same as a mason brick. <laughs> that big? <laughs> or something else. <laughs> and it, like, it used to be like this chunk and then this antenna off the top. <laughs> and if and any of my girlfriends and you used to try and put it in your pocket <laughs> i mean there was no way that thing was going in a denim jean but i remember being at the pub um when i was probably about 16 or 17 and i was with my girlfriends and i brought out my dad's work phone just because i could and i remember this they were like what is that and i was like it's a mobile phone i could never speak to anybody on it though because they, even the hell it didn't matter how long the antenna was there wasn't anybody that could pick up a reception <laughs> And not many people had them when they first came out as well. So, but I, one thing that reminded me, and I think that's why I kind of wanted to have this conversation. One thing that reminded me about like the introduction of mobile phones is where you used to actually call your mate on the landline going, I'm leaving now, meet me halfway. That's right. You used to do that because you didn't have any way to, like, you literally, or sometimes you used to go, hey, I'll meet you at the bar. Don't yeah. be late. And then yeah. you hope your mate's going to be there. <laughs> and it's the same. You'd, you would leave a, a phone number of a, of a person's house you were going to be in with your parents. That was the only way they actually knew where you were, which oh, was I'm why so, about... many, so many of us would be like, oh, I'm staying at this person's house tonight. And then they would say, oh, I'm staying at this person's house tonight. And then you'd go out yeah. and but... then you'd get busted. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> On occasion. Some of, some of us got busted. Some of okay, us. Okay, I did. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't surprise me <laughs> <laughs> all right so then that, that's the thing and then so I think mobile phones changed us a lot and great look at them now like this is where we come on to um but then like we're, we're, we're going to go through an evolution of technology basically today um yeah. I think then like um if we go into the computer game world like we used to have like a I used to have an Atari yep yeah. Or Nintendo 64. Yeah, so that's the thing. And then it kept evolving and things like that. I also remember where I used to have a computer that's maybe a bit old as well, with yeah. a screen and a tape deck attached to it. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that mouse, the mouse that would, or no, hang on. There was the mouse that was connected, but there was also the gear stick, wasn't there, with the computer games? Or yeah. I think it was, it was just, I don't know. It was very complicated. <laughs> it was very complicated, but I've never played Sonic the Hedgehog more than that in my entire growing up life. That was the game. That yeah. and Mario Brothers. And that and what was the one where you had to jump between the cars? You know, you'd the Frogger. 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 I'd love Frogger. I still play I mean, it today. Imagine giving the kids that, kids of today, those games. <laughs> They'd be like, what is this? And I don't mean like the modified versions either. I mean like the old school versions. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And we'd get stuck and then you'd lose where you were and then it would have to be, you'd have to take the cassette out and put it back in again and start from the beginning again. I love that these arcade games that we used to play at home quite happily are now like vintage. Yes. And people want them in like warehouses that like their own work. <laughs> but what does that say about us? If they're vintage. Are we vintage? We're in our prime, darling. Vintage. <laughs> <laughs> um... So then, like I'm still just I'm doing like chronological orders. We've had games sort of advancements. We've had mobile phones being advancement. But did you ever have a flip phone? Yeah, did you have one of those. That's okay. Oh. That was the Matrix, wasn't it? Yeah, That's when the that, first Matrix came out. I know that was like one of the yeah. I want a flip phone and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't think I ever had a flip phone. I had one that was about the size of a. It was the. It's tiny. It was like yeah. This. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> yeah, it went from being this big. I know, to this right. Big. Because <laughs> I was like, God, you could easily put that in your pocket then. Absolutely. That was yeah. it. And then I'm going to say technology changes. So music-wise, that's when it became digital. 
Yes. And I wish I had props now. The first iPod was introduced to the Oh world. my gosh, I know. Like, and they don't exist anymore. Uh, I have one. You do, but you can't buy an iPod, can you? No, you can't buy an iPod, but I have a vintage one. Yeah, and it still works? Still works to this day. Yeah. Still has my original playlist on oh, it. I love that. Has, like, that is like, epic. The click wheel ones, it's like, yep. yeah. It's when I want to just like reminisce. Yeah. yeah, I've got that and the old speaker. What's uh, what's what, what's your first track on that iPad iPod? Rather? Oh God, there be I don't think it's the first one, but I think there's there's thousands of songs on it. Oh wow, you, you went know, for the big. Yeah, the big I'd, I'd be so upset if that ever dies. Oh, I know. <laughs> I feel like that's another another moment we need to get together because that would be literally walking back in time. I think. I know, right? Yeah. And then I remember like they made it an iPod with like a TV screen in so you could watch movies on it as well. That's right. Like, it was literally the size of a stamp. That's right. Was that the same time that Game Boy came around? And that's the thing. That's where I'm leading is like that's when they started to kind of do these games like beep, 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 beep. Tetris. Yeah. And that's yeah. where I'm kind of like, like even that, like Jim, I remember A, like when this technology came back, because we're just going through the evolution of technology, well, in our lifetime. Yes. And um, <laughs> not doing the full spectrum. We can't of go back any farther than that. We'll bore our, bore our listeners, darling. <laughs> <laughs> but when um, the iPod started to come out and you used to get, do you remember the campaign? I don't know whether it was everywhere in the world. Do you remember in the UK? Because you used to get a pair of white headphones. Yeah. And the adverts used to be like the silhouettes with the white headphones. You want to be one of the cool yes. kids doing that. But then they we had to, to, like, but because they were so distinctive, they used to have to say, be careful where you wear it because people were being mugged because it was an easy way to identify somebody who had this new iPod. Ah, yeah. Do you remember that? I do remember that. I remember the advertising campaign because it was like, like you said, a silhouette and they would do like the moonwalk backwards or something or do those kind of robot arms. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. This yeah, is really and then nostalgic. They... I'm loving this nostalgic. podcast. This is great. <laughs> um, so then that's where... The, obviously, the internet came along as well at the same time. So the internet was starting to come through then. Yeah, I remember um, I was at university and one minute I was using a CD-ROM and the next minute I'd been introduced to the WWW uh, web. And I was like, what the hell is the WWW thing and how do we do things and what did we need to do? And that was probably about 20 years ago. That's the thing. Can you, like, you can't imagine life without it, but we did used to have life <laughs> I know. Well, we used to go to a library and actually pick out an encyclopedia or, or a book that we'd have to revise from, you know. I remember mum having just like this suite of encyclopedias at home right. just in case I didn't look anything up. Exactly. God, that's so interesting. It's When you really think about it, we've moved on so far with the advancements of just kind of going crazy. Well, I want to chat about this. Like, yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's like... When you look back, and maybe I just, yeah, when you look back, it's just the advancements has been so much. And it's just getting to where we're going to end up. But like, um, when you've got like the internet being done, you've got gaming and things like that. And you've got the i, you've got the iPod and that. And then Mr. Jobs. Yep. Because obviously they had the advancements of computers as well. Yep. Decided to put everything in one device. And that's kind of crazy when you think about it, because this one person has saturated the market globally. Pretty much, I mean, I don't know what the percentage rates are, but pretty much everybody who is who 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 can afford one has probably got the latest model of the iPad, iPod, uh, 
iPhone. I haven't, but I know that as soon as it comes out, he's revolutionized something being made available to everybody from the first generation all the way through to the current generation. And then he's clever because when you kind of want the upgrade, you don't have to buy a new phone. You, well, you do buy a new phone, but you just change some software. And obviously now it's all about the camera. Yeah. So it's just, it's such a clever thing. He's phoning the camera as well. Like, right? we used to have little cameras. God, right. let's go through the history of cameras. Throughout. Like, you used to have like the ones where you used to have to load a film, like, take them like, and then take like the film to be yeah. developed. And you'd hope, fingers crossed, that it would actually produce photos rather than just you'd put the your thumb, film your, your, your thumb over it. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, that's just mind boggling to think about, isn't it? And that's the thing, like, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd ever go, I need to go and buy a camera now. No, you yeah. don't. Why would you used to? Isn't it? Yeah. And that's the thing. So much just all went into that. Crazy. But the question is, Jude, was oh. it the right thing to do? I mean, look, we said at the beginning, it, there's the good, the bad and the ugly. I think technology plays a huge part in making the world a greater, better, more connected place. Yes. But I think it depends on where you fall into that. Because, for example, children and technology, as we know, I've got two kids and I absolutely hate it when it's not used in the way that I would like it to be used. For example, our friend YouTube, you know, <laughs> policing and navigating that and navigating these games like Roblox. Any any parents out there will know about Roblox. It's just a portal for loads of kids to play with loads of games, but there's not really any ability for a parent to police what they see because mm -hmm. it's just like one entity that you go into. Um, so I'm really on the fence about this. I think it's amazing that children are learning skills of the future at the age that they are. We never had that opportunity. We were pen in hand. So I think on what I think there are definite positives, 100%. But I definitely think even though there's apps for that and there's things that you can do, it's all more onus on impetus on the parent. And it's just another thing in the day that you have to think about and do. And then you have to play against other families and other kids. Well, they're allowed to play on their iPad all day long. <laughs> well, I don't care what that kid... So it's just like, so So navigating that is a really hard thing for, I think, parents of this generation. Mm -hmm. But I cannot be a naysayer about technology in the hands of children. And because I think it has its advantages too. Yeah, be like it's like if you think you've got a mini computer in your hand and it helps you live your life and do all the things that you need to do, like make appointments, you can book things online, you can order things online, all just through a little device, take pictures and do everything that you can. But the other side, because obviously you've taken it from the parents' side, but also the amount of time that we're now all staring at our screens and losing well, exactly. connection and That's losing it. that connection that we are so built to have. Yeah. We now give this more connection yep. than each other. And it really does take an effort on the individual to recognise that and Absolutely. to say, like, you know, one of the rules in our household is there's absolutely no devices anywhere when we're having dinner. You know, that is a social, like the one social engagement that is absolutely imperative to my family that we just take away all devices and we sit and we make time for each other at weekends where we might play a ball game in the winter or games in the winter or whatever. But just making sure that we shut down from that and we still remember to cre create those connections because obviously raising children as well, we don't want them to become a generation of soulless, you know, blocked off humans. They need to have that interactivity. Otherwise, absolutely. absolutely. But they said there's... There was a podcast I was listening to the other day. Um, it talks about this study over that they've been doing for like 85 years. And they've been studying this same group of people for 85 years. 
and they've been like tracking them and doing tests on them and all through this year to understand who they are, how we all work and things like that. And anyone like, and then it passes down to their family members and they continue it on so that, that every year they go and have all their vitals and all that. things like that. And it talks about how throughout all of those 85 years and all the data survey analysis, the thing that makes us the most human and they say that makes us most happiest. Mm -hmm. It's nothing that they've seen in the world and all things like that. It's relationships and yeah. connection. And when you hear that kind of stat still, and we it's give that like, and we give it, it to that, like, it's like, it's so, it's like, this takes away sometimes that happiness. Yes, absolutely. It does. I mean, just to be like having that kind of closeness when you're sitting on the sofa, I mean, how many times, or, or how many times do you go out for dinner and you just see like, couples or groups of yeah. people and they're, or they're all like this and it's like you've gone out to be together I know. like <laughs> but then I, the one thing I was just thinking is that we're not doing this in real life well we're doing it in real life yeah recorded but we're not doing it in the same rooms <laughs> no no so thank you technology for making this happen thank you for technology for helping us make this happen <laughs> hey we've got microphones um yeah it's weird but then I think that obviously this is where we are venturing down the podcast route and things like that and this is the thing this is the advancement of how we consume music, media, and all things like that. And a lot of that is based off software that's on these things. Mm -hmm. Let's think about social media, the advancements of social media. Or do you want to not go down that? You know what? It's <laughs> I it social media is the one that just frightens me the most because <laughs> it's just like, you know, nothing is private or sacred anymore. And anything you do, anything you post, your privacy is out the window. And people love it, like especially younger people, they love to be that kind of like, oh, my friends from school might see me or I got 800 likes for that. Or, oh, my God, my Instagram's gone crazy. You know, I, I, I look I know that that's what they like and they enjoy to a point. But there's so many apps out there that do this now. And I just feel like, ah, like literally like if there was like steam coming out of my ears. Yeah. So again, maybe I'm a little bit old in the tooth for it all. But it's, an, it's, it's just created like a, a lot of an addiction with us as well. It's that yeah. it's that constant searching for some other big of news or some kind of gratification, but via a screen and not in real life. So to your point, then, it's really the job of the parent to make sure that they create that community and that sense of human interaction as a parent raising your child in this world where there's so much technology advancements and social media, et cetera. Because if the parents don't do that part, then that's where we lose potentially that kind of, like you said, you know, that real bonding and that real bond chemistry between human beings. It, um, I, I can see that it's going to get worse. I can't see it yeah, getting any better. I like, I was kind I, of hoping that the bubble might burst by the time my kids were in their teens, but I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. It's not going to happen, especially when they're like heading towards more virtual. And I'm not sure whether you've been keeping current around the the CEOs of the people who created like AI. And well, now, how topical is that? I know, right? Like they was it's like at Congress, and they're saying the the people who created it are saying we need to be regulated because this yeah. could actually go really well. Badly it's like the Black Mirror. Wrong. It's literally I it's the Black Mirror episode, isn't it? Where the AI basically takes over the human. <laughs> but it's that's the thing. It's the we they want to be they want like company common sense and then they want um regulations and then obviously the right thing by people as well. But it's that if you don't regulate us, there could be something that could suddenly just happen which could just go because even like 
they can do uh, voices. They can copy like my voice and then just play it as a message. This is and what I was going to say. Hasn't there been, I'm not going to name any any album people or album titles or, or bands, but I think I've just read that there's actually been a whole album produced using AI to replicate the sound of uh, the singer. And they've created like six or 12 songs and you wouldn't know the difference. To the listener, you wouldn't know the difference. Now that is amazing, but at the same time, super, super scary. Because what, could somebody emulate my voice? Somebody could emulate any powerful person in the world and say something. It's very, It. this is when I want to turn into an ostrich and hide. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, I'm sorry, what now? Like, yeah. it's getting to what now? <laughs> it is. It is. I mean, that, that that in itself is, is... We've seen these movies, but you said that they were made up. Yes. <laughs> and boom, here they are right now, happening yeah. right now. Right. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> Where could this go? Well, look, I think it's it's just something to everyone to think of. Look, also, we'd love to hear your technology that you, brings back memories and, like, comment on some of the things that we've spoken about or just if you if you think we're both two crazy people that's fine <laughs> um but um uh, we hope you enjoy it we hope you enjoy listening to us and we thank you for joining hit the subscribe button just to make sure you can get some random chats with Dade and Jude I'm Dade and I'm Jude we we'll look forward to seeing you again soon take care see you soon guys mm.